This episode of Locked on MLB is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked on MLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's Game Time. And now it's Game Time for Locked on MLB. You are locked on MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Locked On MLB. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all the Major League Baseball. I am your host, Paul Francis. If you don't believe me, there's my lower third. You can call me Sully. I'm an Emmy-nominated television producer who has been baseball podcasting for well over a decade now. And this is now the beginning of my fifth season here. As a host on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Follow us at Lockdown and MLB Pods on Twitter and Instagram. I'm your pal, Sully. Look at me right there. I'm holding my lower third in my hands. On Twitter, I'm at Sully Baseball. On Instagram, I'm at Sully Baseball Podcast. And be sure to tell your smart device to play podcasts, Lockdown MLB, or check out some of the other great shows on the Lockdown Podcast Network, including one totally at random, Lockdown Rangers with Bryce Batter. Okay, welcome back to the show, buddy. Happy to be here and happy to uh, hopefully have you say some nicer things about the Rangers. Actually, last episode, you definitely, uh, it was well-received and you have the the full Full support of Rangers fan, or at least in my YouTube comments. They do. I thought they hated me. Now you're back. You're back in their good graces for for bailing me out in my sickness. All right. So, the, oh, that's right. I did do. I did do. You did right. out of the you were, kindness you were, of your heart. Out of the kindness of my heart, you were sick, and I did a I, I pinch hit for you. So I made sure that uh, Ranger fans knew that I did, I have no ill will against their team. I just don't think they're going to be that good this year. But um, but we will. Hey, we'll get into it a little bit. Um, we're both hosts here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. You know what? It's your team every day. I'm not sure if you were aware of that, but there was a survey that was given to uh, the the hosts of all the Lockdown shows, all 30 Lockdown hosts, and myself. It's 31 hosts where uh, they sent us all 30 teams and asked us to power rank them one through 30. How do you rank them? And that's, that's a weird number to rank, you know, because, you know, if you have an idea of who you're going to have at the top, you have an idea who you have at the bottom and the rest of it's a bit of a shepherd's pie. You know, it, it basically should be, who do you have in your top 10? Who do you have in your middle 10? Who do you have in your third 10? So if your top 10 are your, are your legit contenders. If any one of those win the pennant, you wouldn't be necessarily stunned. The middle ones are the ones that are kind of maybe good, maybe bad, kind of in the middle. And then the final one are the rebuilds and the pirates. Um, I, I <laughs> went through them and actually I have the pirates a little higher than some other people on there. Um, how did you think of when we do that? Because we have the results of them. We're going to show you one through 30 and we'll go through them as quickly as we can. But what did you think of filling out that survey and, and coming up with, uh, you know, the, the rankings? I felt like I had a pretty good handle on it. Like I try and, uh, even though I'm the host, 
of Locked On Ranger. I try and like watch as many baseball games as I can, kind of have some kind of barometer for all the teams, like at least know like most of their stars or like even some like underrated players. Like, all right, generally, how are they doing? Um, but even keeping track of that and very meticulously keeping track of the offseason because the Rangers did quite a bit in the offseason and, you know, other teams also participated. Um, but it, it felt kind of weird, uh, like you said, of like, of like, just like, okay, I know, I kind of know who's the best. I kind of know about where I think the Rangers are um, and comparing that to other teams. And I definitely know who's going to be the worst and uh, who I think Ooh, is see, see. a little bit better than the worst. You know, and I was when I finally got to the worst, when I got to my 30th, um, I was surprised by which team I put on there. And I guess we'll spoiler alert something here. Who did you have as your number one and who did you have as your number 30? Uh, actually, I think I, I I had the Braves as my number one and the Nationals as my number 30. Yeah, I had the Nationals, I think. I my I had the Braves at number two. Keep that in mind, Braves fans who think that I think they're going to be bad. I actually had someone say, "Why do you think the Braves are going to suck?" Because at one point I was picking the Mets, and I haven't made my official pick yet. I'm leaning, you know, I'm a pendulum. So what? Actually, depending on the day, I'm picking the Mets or the or Atlanta. And I said that, and uh, the person I, I think I'm picking me, the Mets because I have to have uh, good good vibes towards Mets Twitter. Because um, that's true. Well, Braves some, Twitter hates me. Beef. Uh, Braves Twitter hates my gut. They hate my guts because I imply that the Mets were good last year and this year. How dare you? How what dare you imply team? that? Um, as my number one team, uh, I had a Houston. Um, I, just I did not have them number one. Yeah. <laughs> and it isn't because I'm a big Houston fan. In fact, some Astros fans think I have an un- irrational hatred of them, even though I rooted for them to win the World Series last year. How dare um, you? How dare yeah. you say that to me? I thought you said you were going to be nice. Already you've ruined it. All right. We'll tell you what. I had, by the way, my my team number 30. Sorry, Paul Holden. I had the Rockies. Oh, oh, Paul. That poor guy. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, okay, Chris well, Bryant. Look, if they, you know, every team could do something. It's funny. I recorded. You'll see it. You'll see it next week. We're going to have all six divisions in a Major League Baseball preview Unlocked on MLB for next week. We've already recorded the one for the National League Central, and it's so weird, the National League Central, because the Cardinals are the clear favorite, even though they have a paper thin rotation. And the reason why they're the clear favorite is with Corbin Burns probably going to be traded, the other four teams are rebuilding. So the Cardinals seem to be the only team trying to win the division this year, which means some other team is going to eventually win it. But, hey, let's deal with this in a second. Let's take a look at the final results of all the Lockdown uh, baseball hosts for their power rankings. I'll put up a slide here. All right. Um, We see they have the Braves at the top and the Nats at the bottom. I have the Astros number three. They were my number one. My number 30 were the Rockies. You can see that the teams, you know, one through four or five are pretty bunched together as legitimate World Series contenders. And you can see basically everything after 25 is a minor league baseball team. Hey, Sully, do you maybe want to read some of these off for those who are uh, listening to this? No, no. The people listening should be watching this on YouTube and subscribing. (laughs) Um, Here, I'm going to read through them one through 30 right now, and then we're going to sort of go through 
um, if we agree with them or not. Uh, number one at the top. Should I do it from? Should I do one to thirty or thirty to one? Go one to thirty. Okay, at the top they have the Atlanta Braves. Um, and you okay? Braves one, Padres two, Astros three, Mets four, Dodgers five, Yankees six, the defending nationally champion Phillies at seven, Toronto eight. I actually think that's kind of low. Uh, Mariners nine, Guardians they have at ten, St. Louis at eleven. The, the the absolute runaway favorite to win the division can't crack the top 10 of the power rankings. Uh, Tampa Bay, 12. Minnesota Twins, 13. The Angels found their way to 14. The Brewers at 15. That's interesting, especially if they hold it together. White Sox at 16. Now, we're, you know, okay, we're in the second half right now. Hey, there's the Rangers at 17. The Orioles had a winning record. Congratulations. You got 18. The Giants won 107 games two years ago. Here's your 19. Wasn't it 108? Arizona Diamondbacks at 20. Hey, is that the Boston Red Sox who just two years ago were two wins away from the World Series? Suck on 21. 22 are the Cubs who were a first-place team in June of 2021. Hey, the Miami Marlins are at 23. The Kansas City Royals at 24. Pirates at 25. Cincy 26. The Rocks at 27. The Tigers at 28. The Las Vegas A's at 29, and the f- team formerly known as the Washington Nationals at number 30. That's your rankings, one through 30. When we come back, we're going to talk about it. But first, I'll tell you what we're going to talk about. Putting together a team, putting together the every aspect of a major league team, whether it's real or in fantasy, is, involves a lot of thought and a lot of preparation. Something I've been doing ever since I was a kid. But you can't do it in any way that is more fun than the ultimate pro baseball GM. It's an app you can use on your phone. And it, it have you been playing it? I have. Uh, not well, but uh, I am doing my best to channel my inner Chris Young and just dominate free agency. But it's a little tough. But it's, it's, it's a good kind of challenging. It's a lot of fun. Who's your team? Uh, I am the Dallas Angels, I believe is the is the name. Uh, I picked Dallas because actually putting a team in Dallas is is nice. But, you know, they had to sell it by making us the Angels. But, you know, it's fine. I was about to say, do you have Trout on your team? Um, I am the <laughs> Honolulu Waves. And the Honolulu Waves, let me tell you, are making waves in my league. And I put this team together. I hired the right coaches and staffs. That's right. I hired some of Bruce Bochy's lieutenants to run the team. Finally. Yeah, I know scouting and drafting players manage difficult personalities. A lot of those Honolulu waves are divas. Let me tell you, you navigate your franchise through free agency, the ups and downs of a real season and playing a team in Hawaii. All this with a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate baseball GM is completely free and playable offline play on the go as you want. And when you want to locked on MLB listeners and do it. I'll give it this same deal. To Locked On Rangers listeners get a 100% free boost to the franchise when using the promo Locked On in the game store. So make sure to check it out. To download the game, just visit ProBaseballGM.com, scan the code, or look it up in the app store. That's ProBaseballGM.com, Ultimate Baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. Now let me just tell you another little thing here. Let me get that, uh, let me get this off of here because we are going to be talking Right now, about game time. Game time. 
Am I still on? You are. Okay. Uh, my, my, we have a glitch I'm just computer. smiling. I'm just smiling uh, silently. All right. Good. In support of game time. Buying tickets for your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped over the fun you'll have at the game. And guess what? You can get easy to find and buy your tickets. You get to see the tickets from the app's images of the seat views. You get the lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, and all sorts of other ways to make sure that your tickets will be there waiting for you. So forget planning months in advance. Game oh, time has deals. Ellie, I'm tickets. so excited. I might actually want to buy tickets to a Rangers game this year. Now I have a perfect app for it. Well, that's right. And game day will have you get that. Uh, and it may even help me find where I was on that copy. <laughs> Sorry now, it's the fastest growing <laughs> tickets app in the country for a reason. Get images and see before you buy it. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. And tickets are sent directly to your phone. You don't have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress of game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use the code locked on MLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account, redeem the code locked on B for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Never had a smoother ad read than that. Um, <laughs> I was just so excited. I know, I know, and I and I and I. And I uh, I, I'm there for you. Okay, we're here with Bryce Paddock. We're breaking down this whole uh, power rankings thing. Um, one, two, three, four, five. I did buy that fish alive, and the Braves, Padres, Astros, Metropolitans, and the Dodgers are your one, two, three, four, five. I think if you had picked any one of those teams to win the World Series, you wouldn't look foolish. Um, I think people may underestimate the Dodgers for some reason. I mean, they're still a, clearly a 90-win-some-odd team. Um, I do think the Padres are going to win the division, but the Dodgers could certainly win the World Series. I think the Braves are probably going to win that division. The Mets could probably win the World Series. It's funny, in the top five, there's only one American League team, which tells you where the Astros are in the ranking with the rest of the AL. Um, do you think that it's – the Astros are the clear favorite, and you have those as the four, the four-headed monster in the NL. I mean, am I objectively am I, not in terms <laughs> of your, your, your okay, I got it. not emotionally, not emotionally. Uh, like, it's hard for me to to take that out of the the deep deep seated Astros hate that uh, is ingrained in me as a Rangers fan. I I think they are the favorite. I don't think it's as much of a runaway favorite, especially after the after the Altuve injury. I think that's really going to play a big factor in there. I do like their offseason, Unfortunately, uh, I do also like that Justin Verlander is no longer in my division. He also went to the Mets, so they can shut up about losing Jacob Degrom. Um, literally, like the best case scenario for me personally. But I think the Yankees are really good and. Their rotation is so deep. I know with the Frankie Montas injury, it kind of hurts that. And their lineup still has some, you know, flaws in it. But like you have Aaron Judge, you have Garrett Cole, you have Carlos Rodon. Like there's a lot of star power in there. And I mean, Blue Jays and Mariners are both really, really good teams that are in the American League. Guardians are scrappy yeah. too. Like, yeah, I, I agree. I think that. 
I, but the Astros know, are I, unfortunately so good and so deep, and it pains me very much to say it, but they're the champs. Yeah, and you know what? I I think the Yankees and the Blue Jays are really close to each other. Um, keep in mind, you know, yeah, the Yankees won the division by a full week of games. They won it by seven games. But remember that the the Blue Jays got off to a a, a, a mediocre start. And they wound up winning 90-something games. After the Montayo firing, they went on a great run. There are a lot of players on that team that didn't play up to the back of their baseball card. And if they get Vladdy Jr. MVP back, if they get some of the – if they see their improved pitching staff work, um, there's a lot of players who had good years but not very good years. Not even talking about great years. If some of those good years became very good years and they played the way they did the second half of the season, because they were very, very good the second half of the season, um, it would not surprise me to see the Blue Jays pass the Yankees in the ALEs. And remember, the Rays were uh, – everyone was in a full body cast by the, the by the playoffs. They were not the Tampa Bay Rays playing Cleveland in that wild card series, and they still made the playoffs. There's a ton yeah. of talent on that team too. I think the AL East is going to be bunched together, um, and I'm actually right now picking the Blue Jays uh, to win that division. And I would have I don't them think a little you, bit higher than the Yankees. I don't think you're crazy out there. The, the one that I, I, the Dodgers. I don't know what to make of them because, right. like, yes, the Dodgers and they're at five and they're ahead of the Yankees and the Phillies. I might put the Phillies. I think I might have put the Phillies ahead of the Dodgers. But it feels oh, so sacri- really? it feels so sacrilegious to say that because the Dodgers are so smart. They just had such such a blah offseason, and it'll still probably end up being like one of the best ones out there. Like they just basically signed like Cindergard and um like nothing else, which was very, very surprising. I mean, they got um what was it Miguel Rojas, um, who was like fine. They got JD Martinez, like fine. And like some of these young guys are probably gonna end up being amazing and come up and you know do their thing but like i look at the rotation and as much as i love clayton kershaw which is a whole lot um him being their number two starter it looks like right now like the depth behind him is not super great i'm honestly assuming that noah Syndergaard is just going to turn out to be amazing because the dodgers can fix any pitcher but like Tony Gonsolin um, has not been able to be super dependable as an everyday give you 200 innings type of guy. Dustin May is also coming off of some injuries. Ryan Pepio, I like him, but like, and their lineup isn't as deep past the like amazing top three, four guys that it has. Um, but right. again, even as I say all that, it's the freaking Dodgers and like, they'll probably still end up winning hundred games. And uh, cause that's just what they do. I, I think the by the way, you're gonna talk another team in the top ten um before I go a couple of people a couple of the teams I think should not be there. Um I think the Yankees are vulnerable because their lineup is all judge right now. I mean base I mean, they have Stanton and Rizzo and a couple other people, but Stanton has been up and down. He actually wasn't that good that last year. Rizzo has been hurt and we're not sure, you know. You may get a great season out of him. You may get a great season out of LeMayhew, or you may not. But their offense, other than Judge last year, was ordinary. They had an ordinary lineup last year. And you saw that when they when they stumbled out of after the All-Star break 
it exposed their ordinary lineup. Now, they won 99 games. They had a wonderful season. But a lot of that had to do with the fact that the first half of the season was they were on pace to win like 117 games. And everyone knew they were an 117-game team. And then the next month and a half after the All-Star game, they looked like a, you know, they weren't even going to make the playoffs. They were playing so horribly. The final month of the season, I think they were the team that they were. They were a team that had some good pitching, had a, an incredible superstar in the center of that lineup that smoothed over some of the gaping holes that a very good team like the Astros could expose. In fact, the Cleveland Guardians nearly exposed them. You know, they nearly lost the series to Cleveland in four. Forget getting swept by Houston. And so I think the Yankees, and again, the Yankees could prove me wrong. I didn't pick them to go to the playoffs last year because I did not like their pitching staff. And I actually don't think out, that I did either. And as it turned out, the pitching staff turned to be their strength. You know, the depth of their pitching staff was excellent last year. And, but you saw the, you know, their, their closer homes sort of faded towards the end. I don't trust their bullpen. You know, their bullpen's okay, but it's not great. And, you know, Rodon is a very good pitcher, but he is not the paragon of health. He's had injury issues. They have a bunch of people where, again, if, if, if like with the Rangers, if the pitching staff stays healthy, the Yankees, if the pitching staff stays healthy and one other person other than Judge starts to hit, then the Yankees will win the division. But I think that's a lot of ifs to happen. And last year, everything went right the first half of the season. And they did get to the ALCS, and you have to give them credit. But that being said, um, I think the Blue Jays are going to give them a real run for the money. I think Tampa will as well. Um, the Phillies are the team in the top 10 that I wouldn't put in the top 10. Wow. The defending champs. I would put the Cardinals up there ahead of them. Um, mm, I don't know about that. Well, I trust I, the I'm Phillies. Just... The Phillies have a, a top two in their rotation that is bona fide and some depth there. And I know they don't have Bryce Harper um, for the first, you know, two, three months of the season, but like the rest of their lineup has, has got some boppers in there. And I think for Trey Turner is about the hottest hitter on the planet, which by the way, First, the first hitter who I think Jacob Degrom is going to face uh, as a Texas Ranger, I believe, is going to be Trey Turner if he is their leadoff man, who is coming off that amazing World Baseball Classic, which I'm so excited for opening day. Yeah, as am I. Hey, I'm not saying the Phillies are bad, and I think the Phillies have a shot to win the division, or and the, maybe not the division, they're not better, but be, get back to the playoffs. I just trust the Cardinals more. I trust the Cardinals more, even though I'm not. You think they're a safer bet? Is that what you'd say? I think they're a safer bet. I would bet if I were to put money down, if I were to go to a website to put money down, I think I'd probably put them on the Cardinals ahead of the Phillies. But the problem is these days, I can't think of any good place to put money down. Bryce Patrick, I was called you Bryce Harper. Bryce Patrick, uh, where should I put down some money? You know, I've heard of a place called FanDuel. It's, what? Uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty great. It's this, this new website. Um, they even have an app. Um, it's, it's pretty great. It's, uh, you know, I'd say even the perfect time to download FanDuel. That's America's number one sports book. You know, I've heard this. Wow. Have you? 
well, what kind of what kind of you know my problem when I go to these 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 uh, apps though is I put down my money and I just know it's good as lost because if I don't bet correctly right away, you know I get kind of glum and down like oh man I wish there was a way to not be sweating over this bet. Oh man, I have got the perfect news for you. You know, new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus really? bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So they got you covered. FanDuel is here for you, Sully. But my problem is these places, all the bets are just so, they're just so specific. I want to bet on all, all different kinds of things, but you know, I'm sure FanDuel doesn't let me just bet on all different kinds of things, right? You know, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance what? at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. You know, so don't miss your chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. I want you to make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. I do not want an unofficial sports betting partner of the NBA. Um, all right. So the interesting thing is we get to the middle part. And this is where I think some of the 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 interest of the regular season is in some ways. Because you have the Cardinals at number 11. I think that's way too low. You got Tampa Bay who's in there. Oh, yeah, fine. Underestimate it. See how that'll get you. The Twins who, mind you, were, uh, was it tied for first place the day before Labor Day? Um, and then had a disastrous final month. Uh, well, the Twins just brought right. on the best best player in uh, baseball um, ever, Joseph Nicholas Gallo. So uh, I might even put them number one. Um. <laughs> um, the Angels, uh, well, okay. they We know they had a great World Baseball Classic. The they Brewers did. are sad because a couple of years ago, they looked like they may be World Series bound. And they're going to have to deal Corbin Burns soon. And they're going to be in full rebuild mode. Maybe to um, the Rangers. The White Sox, remember they were back-to-back playoff appearances and everyone was picking them last year. Now they can't crack the top 15. Uh, and there are the Rangers with Bruce Bochy and Jacob deGrom. Baltimore had a winning season last year. They're at 18. Giants had a fantastic season two years ago. They're at number 19. Giants and were they, even 500 last year. Yeah, the and the Giants Rangers are ahead of both of those teams. Yeah. And then the D-backs at 20. Um, of those middle teams, that middle column, in fact, let's bring back the let's bring back for our YouTube watchers. Uh, there's the middle column: Cardinals, Rays, Twins, Angels, Brewers, White Sox, Rangers, Orioles, Giants, Diamondbacks. Which one of those middle teams do you think could go deep in the playoffs or even win a surprise pennant? Well, like obviously, my bias wants to say the Rangers, um, but I mean, the Rays and Cardinals. I mean, Cardinals are pretty much feel like they have a shoe and they have the easiest division. No, he's even going to be trying and they have the bottom of the bottom in their division, multiple teams in the, I believe the worst five teams in baseball in their division. Granted, they have fewer games to beat up on them, but still like there's not going to be a whole lot of competition there. The Rangers, they get into the playoffs and their pitching is healthy. Like they could really surprise some people. I mean, you throw Jacob deGrom out there, for multiple times in any series that's going to cause a lot of problems for literally any lineup. And if Nate Eovaldi looks like he does right now, which is peak Nate Eovaldi, then that's a one, two punch that can really hang with the best of them. And, you know, top three of your lineup, Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, Nathaniel Lowe, like that's a really good top three and some depth behind it. But uh, yeah, 
Rays and Cardinals are the easy answers at the yeah. top two spots. But if you make me pick someone below those guys, maybe it's my homerism, but I think it's the Rangers. Well, if those, I mean, again, even when you were on the show and I was browbeating the, the Rangers, it, it was based upon the, they, they have the talent. It's just the health. Listen, mm-hmm. I've lost my voice. And, you know, and Boach, Boach managing the Rangers, you know, you know you're handing the car keys over to a guy that if they get him into the playoffs, he's he's going to push the right buttons and know what to do. If you have a healthy DeGrom, Gray, Evaldi, if all those pitchers are healthy and pitching well, of course, of course. I just don't see that happening. Um, I think there's a chance the Cardinals could win the pennant. Now, it'll be a long shot, you know, I, obviously, but, like, is that any more of a long shot than Philadelphia last year? You know, they have the one-two punch of the MVP. They do have a razor-thin rotation that one injury could have the whole thing fall apart, but they also strike me as a team that come the trade deadline, they'll trade for, like, the Brewers' sixth starter who will go who'll win, like, five straight games and throw two no-hitters. That's just the Cardinal way. We are going to see what ben, what I keep calling him Benji Molina, Yadi or Molina's effect on the team will be. Um, the Twins intrigue me. Isn't it unbelievable? We just had a World Baseball Classic that highlighted Trout and Otani, and nobody is realistically picking them. Sorry, John. Oh, sorry, Frisch brothers. I but, thought I mean, about it. On. I thought about it. They're not. They burned me. They burned me uh, two years ago. I believed in them two years ago, and they burned me bad. And I was like, all right. Never again. Never again. And Baltimore had the, you know, got their nose above 500 last year, but there's just a bad taste in everyone's mouth about that team right now because I I really like, I think if they call up their prospects, I mean, Lindsey Crosby is always, is always pounding that drum of like, how did, how did the, how did the uh, Orioles get better? Just call up their prospects early. And um, I mean, they've got a lot of talent and I think that, I think that they could end up being, better than the Rangers again, but I don't know that they did enough in signing like veterans and kind of ensuring them taking that next step. I think next year might be another like step back before they can take a step forward. Um, but still there's All a right, lot I'm of show, decent teams in baseball. I'm going to show you something about the third, the third column, but power rank is fine for those of you watching on YouTube. Now we have in the third column, these are the, the teams I think we can all pretty much agree are pretty you know, pretty much going to stink. Uh, the Red Sox, the Cubs, the Marlins, the Royals, the Pirates, the Reds, the Rockies, the Tigers, the A's, and the Nats. Now, here's what I, something I find interesting. Take the last 10 seasons, going back to 2013. You have, in that column, you have the 2013, 2015, 2016, 2018, and 2019 World Series champion, all in that column. Of the last 10 World Series played, half of the teams who won, half of the half of the franchises who won the last 10 World Series are in the third column of the teams that are going to stink with a capital stink in 2023. The Red Sox, completely rudderless. They are insanely obsessed with the 2018 Dodgers, who they are going to bring everyone from the 2018 Dodgers to play for them, while the 2018 Red Sox go to L.A. The Cubs, 
who were in first place in June of 2021, took two sticks of dynamite. Boom, there they go. Now, the Marlins are the team of this column. I'm going to answer the question. I'm going to throw a question your way. If you were to ask me, and you didn't, which one of the teams in the third column do you see have an outside chance of playing in October? I'm going to say Miami for this reason. They have the Cy Young Award winner. They have a. They actually have a very good rotation. Arise comes over from the Twins. Is he the second coming of Rod Carew? No, but he's a decent hitter. And anytime you might improve the offense of a team who every night is going to be throwing at least a decent starting pitcher, and if one of those teams in the National League falls on their face, the Marlins could be that team that has, like the Phillies, who took advantage of the Brewers falling on their face? The the you know if you look up and say 85, 86 wins might be enough to to get a punch card. A team with a good pitching staff might win 84, 85 games, which might be enough. But all the other teams in here, the Red Sox are a mess, the Cubs are a mess, the Royals forgot the season was starting. The Pirates have talent. They may be, they may not be the 100 lost team, but they're not contending yet. The Reds, yikes! The Rocks, ah! The Tigers, yuck! The A's, are we even playing here? The Nats, oh, is the season started? So, uh, the, the, I mean, play, put them in any order you want. Except, I think the Marlins are the only team in that list that I think has a realistic shot of playing winning baseball. I don't know about, yeah. Yeah, I think I think you're close. If I had to pick a different team, which uh, for you know for fun's sake, I, I'm going to pick a different team. But I, I'd say the Cubs. I think mainly because they're in an absolute trash division. That is the main reason right. behind it, and they are actually putting forth an effort to have a winning product, which I can't really say that earnestly about um, that many other teams in the NL Central. And again, no. like I said, I don't know that I trust the pitching staff of the Cardinals. Their lineup is fantastic, obviously. Um, and deep, but like, I don't know. They're the rotations fine. Like Jameson Tyone, Marcus Stroman, they're fine. Um, Justin Steele, I think will be fine. Maybe they'll get, they can still get something out of Kyle Hendricks. Um, Danji Swanson's good. Nico Horner's good. Say Suzuki. I really like him. Cody Bellinger is just an absolute wild card. I have no idea what's going to happen with him, but like, I don't know. I think Cubs could be fun. Scrappy. Why not? We'll see. Also, the yeah, A's, yeah. I think, are better. We are better than twenty nine. Like they're just the A's. Uh, yes. They're going to be really annoying. Um, and I, I think I put them at like twenty four, twenty five. I had them like at twenty one, twenty two. I can't remember exactly, but it was, it was. I had them high. The you know, the, the low twenties is what I had them on because I think the A's. While I do not think they're going to have a winning team, I don't think they're going to be a ninety loss team. I think they're no. going to win. They're going to be a pesky team. And as I said in the upcoming Nash, the uh, American League West playoff show and as i said in some of the other shows that we've done i think the a's anytime you have a team filled with super young players that everyone automatically discounts you're going to see maybe teams rest some of their regulars in oakland as they're getting ready for the big series you're going to see like a lot of god i i I never expected to lose to the to the to the a's and um i think it's sad that i think we're seeing the final years in oakland i don't think they're going to build a new stadium in oakland there's too much financial hardship in Oakland to build a palace for millionaires with public money. Uh, I don't care what they're going to do in Howard terminal. I think, uh, unfortunately, I think they're going to move to Vegas. I think if they had, I've said before, and by the way, um, uh, you know, I, 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 I had 
uh, I had on the show um, the uh, the Tony, the host of Locked On uh, Las Vegas Golden Knights, to give his uh, the best uh, the best case for the uh, for Las Vegas, and he did a very eloquent job, and he was great. I'm still not buying it. I still think Major League Baseball will be a disaster in Vegas, and I would rather see them put it in a city that would really support them, like Portland, like Nashville, like Charlotte, if they had to move them. Well, um, I think I, one thing that I will say is I love the A's in Oakland as much as I hate them because they have dealt the Rangers a lot of really annoying uh, series losses, and especially that 2012 losing the AL West title on the last day. But I love A's fans. I love the A's in Oakland, and I think it would yeah. be a travesty to move them. And if they are forced to move, I think whoever the owner is that has been forcing that should no longer be able to own that team for what right. he did. And also for those, and I've said this before, I've been to many, many A's games, especially a lot of time I spent in the Bay Area. If you are, and, and again, when you hear about like, you got this, this is a baseball destination, you know, that's a baseball destination. Of course, people are going to bring up Wrigley Field, Dodger Stadium, go to a game in the Bronx, go to a game at, you know, uh, uh, in San Francisco where they're rowing the boats up there or go to the great ballpark they have in San Diego. All these great places, Camden Yards, of course, you don't often hear Oakland as being a must visit for baseball fans. And I say it should be for this reason. And I did a whole show on this, but it's like taking baseball in a Petri dish, you know, having the Bunsen burner going on there. We're distilling it down. We're taking away all of the bells and whistles. When you go to a game in Oakland, you are not there because it's, you want to be seen you're not there because it's cool you're not there because uh, the the sight lines are great or because oh it has all the modern amenities all you could do there is watch the game and is the crowd going to be gigantic there no it's only going to be about 13 14,000 people 13 or 14,000 people who love the A's they have the banners going utility infielders have their fan club and waving that they're banging the drums. The fans there love the A's. And so it's kind of like when you see a band at a smaller venue with all the fans who love that band or a comic who hasn't yet exploded, but the people who show up there love that comic. You go to an A's game. There are not a lot of casual A's fans at the A's game. It's just people who love the freaking A's. And it's a wonderful, pure baseball experience that, sadly, we're only going to have for I'm, – I'm guessing this is – I'm guessing they're going to play this year and next in Oakland. And I have a feeling – I took it. If they have to move, I'd rather they move to Portland. They should have moved to San Jose. But if they have to move, I'd rather they move to Portland. Nashville is the other obvious place. But I'm just I have my heart is sinking that I think it's gonna be Las Vegas and I think it's gonna be the Marlins all over again. Um, but I digress. Uh, but if you're if you're a baseball fan, go to a game in Oakland. Go. It's fun there. It's a fun environment to just watch baseball. And you know, go do it and have the moneyball soundtrack playing in your head as you're doing it. So, well, Bryce, what do you think? Let's take one last look at the power rankings. What is, of this power ranking, what is the one that just sort of jumps out at what? Like, just jumps out at you like, that's just not right. I mean, honestly, like, I feel like we did a pretty good job for the most part. Um, 
the A's might be might be my biggest mm-hmm. my, my biggest uh, miss. Yeah, or just an hour, I should say. I know yeah. I feel I I'm have a good handle on them, but if that if you know Team Twenty Nine is the one that you had the biggest problem with, then I feel pretty good about these power rankings. Yeah, yeah I think they're pretty solid. I would have the Cardinals in the top ten. Um, you know, because I think anytime you have a one and two in the MVP count and the team that's going to probably run the table and win the division, I, that's got, I mean, even if it's a weak division, that's got to amount for something in the power rankings. And I like them better than I like Philadelphia. But again, I could have egg on my face. Um, Trey Turner could, you know, prove me totally wrong. Um, but either way, either way, we'll find out for sure. We'll find out for sure. Hey, uh, uh, Bryce Patrick of the uh, 17th ranked Texas Rangers. Uh, tell people, I had to flash it back on because I couldn't remember where the hell you were ranked. Um, <laughs> tell people where they can listen to your show. Well, you can uh, find me on Twitter at Bryce Patrick and find the show at Locked on Rangers. Subscribe to Locked on Rangers on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you find the baseball one. The hockey one's pretty good too, but um, if you're looking for baseball talk, Locked on Texas Rangers is your option there. Okay, let me just, I'm going to put a couple of announcements here. Thanks so much for listening, and thanks for make, making Locked on MLB your first listen for your uh, next listen. Obviously, make that be Locked on Rangers. Uh, third listen, make that be Locked on Fantasy Baseball. Win your league by listening to Matt and Dom every day as they bring you the best fantasy draft strategies. Find Locked on Fantasy Baseball wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Uh, as always, you can find me at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. You can subscribe to the show on YouTube and be sure to follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at Locked on MLB Pods. Here's an announcement I'm going to make. Uh, next week, just before opening day on Thursday, all next week, we have the previews of every division, every single host of the Locked On Podcast Network, including the brand new host of Locked On Milwaukee Brewers, Chuck Freeman, is joining us on the show. Bryce Patrick was part of our AL West show. We've taped some of them. We haven't taped the other one. Uh, everyone's going to participate. Everyone's going to give their thoughts on the division. There's going to be a little bit of trash talk and everything. That we're, It's a lot of fun, the shows that we're doing. Uh, last few years, everyone sort of sent in their individual things they recorded alone. This year, we're all doing a group show. It's a group roundtable show. Um, Daniela Bruce has been co-hosting them with me. She's hosted some alone. I've hosted some alone. It's been a lot of fun. Check that out all next week. You get to listen to the uh, previews for your division. Uh, and the other thing is uh, uh, if you follow me on Sully Baseball before opening day, it's going to be the unveiling of the In Memoriam video that I make every year. Uh, it's a tradition I've had since 2014 where I do kind of like how they do with the Oscars and In Memoriam montage of everyone we've lost. It used to be uh, everyone we've lost since the last All-Star game because I did at first I did at the All-Star game. But since the pandemic season, I've moved it to opening day that because there was no all-star game in the pandemic year. So I did it before the opening of the season and that turned into, I think a, uh, uh, a better starting point. So this, you know, get your handkerchiefs out every year. I try to tug the heartstrings and we already have Bruce Suter, Vince Scully, Tim McCarver, Kurt Simmons, um, uh, Gaylord Perry, uh, former Red Sox, Denny Doyle is on there. 
there's a uh, uh, several people who are part of the All Americans Professional Girls Baseball League from League of Their Own will be featured. Uh, former Negro League players in there. Uh, who else? I have my I have my uh, my list right here. Uh, I'm not not to spoil it, but we have you know some names like uh, writer Roger Angle, um, Sal Bando, the the uh, captain of the Oakland A's when they won all those World Series. Um, you know, some, some big names, obviously I mentioned Tim McCarver and man, just like it, it you know, former Red Sox win Remerschwall, former rookie of the year, Gary Peters, Joe Pepitone, Yankee legend, Maury Wills, Dodger legend. Oh my God. There's so many, every year it's like, Oh God, him too. Um, and her too. So we got a lot of people on the, on the show. And so we're going to be dropping that. The day, opening day, so it'll be next Thursday. I'm going to link that on the Sully Baseball Twitter feed. It'll also be on the Lockdown MLB Pods Twitter feed and maybe some of the other hosts. Uh, I'm guilt-tripping Bryce Patrick into uh, uh, sharing it with his listeners as well. Yeah, so yep, absolutely. A lot of stuff coming up next week as we build up for opening day on Thursday. I can't wait. You can't wait. None of us can wait. This has been Lockdown MLB Crossover with... Locked on Texas Rangers. He's Bryce Patrick. I'm Paul Francis Sullivan. Please, I'm begging you, call me Sully.